Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill, and today is the fifth day of January. It's so good to be here with you. Welcome, everybody. If you are brand new, we are here welcoming you, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, if you just don't know anything about this, <laughs> but you're here just taking a look around, come on in, welcome. I hope whatever brought you here, that you will know God more deeply, more intimately through his word. It just seems to be the thing that happens for so many people who find relationship with the word. They find a deeper, more intimate relationship with God. And think about it, if you had a spouse had a son, had a daughter, a mother, father, whoever, a relationship, and you never spoke to them. You just knew things about them. You wouldn't be in a relationship. You would just know some things about some people, but knowing them directly, walking with them, asking questions, talking and making space and room to listen and to hear and to know. That is what I hope that we all achieve here. We allow our hearts to be open to receive all that God would do and say. We're continuing in the book of Job today, reading chapters six through nine. And this week we switched the translations on my part because I missed it the first day. We're reading the new international version and we'll switch back next week. Job chapter six. Then Job replied, If only my anguish could be weighed, and all my misery be placed on the scales, it would surely outweigh the sands of the sea. No wonder my words have been impetuous. The arrows of the Almighty are in me. My spirit drinks in their poison. God's terrors are marshaled against me. Does a wild donkey bray when it has grass, or an ox bellow when it has fodder? Is tasteless food eaten without salt? Or is there flavor in the sap of the mallow? I refuse to touch it. Such food makes me ill. Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant what I hope for, that God would be willing to crush me, to let loose his hand and cut off my life. Then I would still have this consolation, my joy and unrelenting pain, that I had not denied the words of the Holy One. What strength do I have that I should still hope? What prospects that I should be patient? Do I have the strength of stone as my flesh bronze? Do I have any power to help myself now that success has been driven from me? Anyone who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. But my brothers are as undependable as intermittent streams, as they stream that overflow when darkened by thawing ice and swollen with melting snow. But that stop flowing in the dry season and in the heat vanish from their channels. Caravans turn aside from their routes. They go off into the wasteland and perish. The caravans of Tima look for water. The traveling merchants of Sheba look in hope. They are distressed because they have been confident. They arrive there only to be disappointed. Now you too have proved to be of no help. You see something dreadful and are afraid. Have I ever said, give something on my behalf, 
pay a ransom for me from your wealth. Deliver me from the hand of my enemy. Rescue me from the clutches of the ruthless. Teach me and I will be quiet. Show me where I have been wrong. How painful are honest words. But what do your arguments prove? Do you mean to correct what I say and treat my desperate words as wind? You would even cast lots for the fatherless and barter away your friend. But now be so kind as to look at me. Would I lie to your face? Relent. Do not be unjust. Reconsider, for my integrity is at stake. Is there any wickedness on my lips? Can my mouth not discern malice? Do not mortals have hard service on earth? Are not their days like those of hired laborers, like a slave longing for the evening shadows, or a hired laborer waiting to be paid? So I have been allotted months of futility, and nights of misery have been assigned to me. When I lie down, I think, how long before I get up? The night drags on, and I toss and turn until dawn. My body is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin is broken and festering. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and they come to an end without hope. Remember, O oh God, that my life is but a breath. My eyes will never see happiness again. The eye that now sees me will see me no longer. You will look for me, but I will hope no more. As a cloud vanishes and is gone, so one who goes down to the grave does not return. He will never come to his house again. His place will know him no more. Therefore, I will not keep silent. I will speak out in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or the monster of the deep that you put me under guard? When I think my bed will comfort me and my couch will ease my complaint, even then you frighten me with dreams and terrify me with visions so that I prefer strangling and death rather than this body of mine. I despise my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone. My days have no meaning. What is mankind that you make so much of them? that you give them so much attention, that you examine them every morning and test them every moment. Will you never look away from me or let me alone even for an instant? If I have sinned, what have I done to you, you who see everything we do? Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? For I will soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me, but I will be no more. Then Bildad the Shuhite replied, How long will you say such things? Your words are a blustering wind. Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? When your children sinned against him, he gave them over to the penalty of their sin. But if you will seek God earnestly and plead with the Almighty, if you are pure and upright, even now, he will rouse himself on your behalf and restore you to your prosperous state. Your beginnings will seem humble, so prosperous will your future be. Ask the former generation and find out what their ancestors learned. For we were born only yesterday and know nothing, and our days on earth are but a shadow. Will they not instruct you and tell you? Will they not bring forth words from their understanding? Can papyrus grow tall where there is no marsh? Can reeds thrive without water while still growing and uncut? They wither more quickly than grass. Such is the destiny of all who forget God. So perishes the hope of the godless. What they trust in is fragile. What they rely on is a spider's web. 
They lean on the web, but it gives way. They cling to it, but it does not hold. They are like a well-watered plant in the sunshine, spreading its shoots over the garden. It entwines its roots around a pile of rocks and looks for a place among the stones. But when it is torn from its spot, that place disowns it and says, I never saw you. Surely its life withers away, and from the soil other plants grow. Surely God does not reject one who is blameless or strengthen the hands of evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Your enemies will be clothed in shame and the tents of the wicked will be no more. Then Job replied, Indeed, I know that this is true, but how can mere mortals prove their innocence before God? Though they wished to dispute with him, they could not answer him one time out of a thousand. His wisdom is profound, his power is vast. Who has resisted him and come out unscathed? He moves mountains without their knowing it and overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth from its place and makes its pillars tremble. He speaks to the sun and it does not shine. He seals off the light of the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He is the maker of the bear and Orion, the Pleiades and the constellations of the south. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. When he passes me, I cannot see him. When he goes by, I cannot perceive him. If he snatches away, who can stop him? Who can say to him, what are you doing? God does not restrain his anger. Even the cohorts of Rahab cowered at his feet. How then can I dispute with him? How can I find words to argue with him? Though I were innocent, I could not answer him. I could only plead with my judge for mercy. Even if I summoned him and he responded, I do not believe he would give me a hearing. He would crush me with a storm and multiply my wounds for no reason. He would not let me catch my breath, but would overwhelm me with misery. It is a matter of strength. He is mighty. And if it is a matter of justice, who can challenge him? Even if I were innocent, my mouth would condemn me. If I were blameless, it would pronounce me guilty. Although I am blameless, I have no concern for myself. I despise my own life. It is all the same. That is why I say, he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When a scourge brings sudden death, he mocks the despair of the innocent. When a land falls into the hands of the wicked, he blindfolds its judges. If it is not he, then who is it? My days are swifter than a runner. They fly away without a glimpse of joy. They skim past like boats of papyrus, like eagles swooping down on their prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will change my expression and smile, I still dread all my sufferings, for I know you will not hold me innocent. Since I am already found guilty, why should I struggle in vain? Even if I washed myself with soap and my hands with cleansing powder, you would plunge me into a slime pit so that even my clothes would detest me. He is not a mere mortal like me that I might answer him, that we might confront each other in court. If only there were someone to mediate between us, someone to bring us together, someone to remove God's rod from me so that his terror would frighten me no more. Then I would speak up without fear of him. But as it now stands with me, I cannot. It won't take us very long to see some of the cringy things 
that are exchanged between Job and his friends, we have a tendency to, with a good heart, from a good meaning place, say all of the wrong things. And we saw at the beginning of the story a seven-day period where Job's friends came and sat with him for seven days, and they sat silent. This is a Jewish practice still in effect called sitting Shiva. It is sitting with those that have experienced immense loss without words, trying to fix or comfort, but offering the gift of presence. And boy, could we take the lesson learned in that. I think sometimes we offer so many well-meaning condolences and words of comfort that comfort us because we are uncomfortable in the midst of grief and pain and we also want to help that person get out of it as quickly as possible uh, sometimes it's just not the case we have to allow people to feel what it is that they're going through and that is difficult if we are not willing to sit in the discomfort the ache of our own pain so we're going to watch this dialogue go back and forth it's going to get redundant, I'll be honest with you, and cringy at times. But let's stay present with the story and see how many things we might identify in our own words and the things that we say to others, meaning well from a good place, but sometimes are not so helpful. So Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together. And I pray that the words that you would want us to hear would echo and reverberate in our ears as we mean well we come from a good place but maybe we could just hold our words our tongues at times and offer those the gift of presence as we consider your gift of presence always being with us never leaving us never forsaking us in times of trial, times of triumph, and definitely times of tribulation. I pray that our words would be your words as we seek wisdom and guidance from the Spirit that is yours. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. You can check it out if you have not. Take a look around and download the app. If you would like to, if you would like to partner with us here at Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much for your participation. We could not do this without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or if you're giving through the mobile app, hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. If you need prayer, you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways, 800-583-2164. And once again, utilizing that app, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit send, turn the wheel to chronological, and it will get to the right place. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow. I look forward to it. Until then, love one another. Good morning, everyone. It's Deanne from Tennessee. 
It's New Year's Day, and so Happy New Year, everyone. Um, I want to start off just by saying thank you to Tanya, Kingdom Seeker Daniel, and another caller who called back in October, early November to pray for me and my situation with my divorce, um, with my husband's infidelity, and uh, just, it's, it's obviously been a rough season. Um, gosh, the lies, um, the deception, the so much that goes with these situations that is so painful and heartbreaking. But um, God just is just bringing me the right people and the right prayers at the right time. You guys were a blessing, and I could feel that others were praying for me as well. And so um, this morning I was getting caught up on a lot of the um, Christmas readings and prayers, and and of course came across Heather from Santa Barbara and. Oh, I, I just, my heart hurts for you, girl. Mm, sorry. Um, but I am going to be praying for you so much because uh, I know that pain. I know the pain you're in right now. And um, I just want to encourage you, like so many other people have, that God is faithful. And every time I know I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, am I going to be provided for? Is this... How's this going to work? People, you know, my name's getting slandered, all of this stuff happening. And you know what? He comes through. He always does. And he always will. And I'm so grateful to everybody in this community who reminds us of that. And so, Heather, I just want to remind you of that and let you know that you are so loved. And there are so many praying for you. So we got you, girl. Hey, DABC. It's Refined by the Fire in Ohio. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, um, I want to say this is my fourth year doing Chronological, and you guys have just been a blast, and Jill and China, you guys are fantastic, um, definitely miss China while she's off, um, super excited she gets to take that time for herself and for her family, and Jill, just thank you for your bravery, your transparency, your wisdom, and just your leadership as we delve into this new year. Um, I pray that you do just continue to shine like the diamond that you are and just to be one of us and vulnerable enough to put your voice out there, um, to share the challenges um, that you're going through. And it really is just an inspiration to me and I'm sure to many in this uh, group. So thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing what God has in store for all of us this year. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Good morning, everyone. It's Susan from Canada, God's Yellow Flower. Oh my, Trajan, right at the end of this week's community prayer, I heard you preaching. Man, faith and grace. Praise you, Lord. You just keep preaching on, Trajan. That was wonderful. That was beautiful. That was perfect. And that was truth. Oh my, I am so encouraged. I am so on fire because of your preaching. Heavenly Father, just bless Trajan. Keep blessing his words, his mind, his thought, his body, Lord God, so that he can preach the word boldly in the name of Jesus, with faith and grace. Amen.